Welcome back. It's another episode of Sensi Brewcasts. Well, welcome back for the people that are sitting at the table. Welcome back for the people that are listening online. Um, so, and I think uh, Adam at Old Firehouse probably has the record. Uh, we were out there one time. This was probably not the last time we were out there, but the time before that, we sat down and we went through probably twenty minutes of a show, and it was a really good show. And I looked down, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm not recording. <laughs> <laughs> so for everybody just tuning in, you miss some hellacious quality stuff here the, in the oh, last You should have heard the, uh, the shit that was being thrown around the table and uh, lots yeah. of uh, trash talk. And it was the best 10 minutes of talking I've ever had. <laughs> it really was. It was, I mean, it was some all, very all, good verbal all, linguistics. All so Forever lost. <laughs> we are coming at you, not live, but on location at Cappy's in, uh, in Loveland. Um, Andy Foltz, welcome back to the show. You've, Thanks, no. You've abandoned me the last couple weeks. I've been busy, um, brother. I've been busy. I saw I'm so sorry. Uh, but I listened, and uh, I want to give a shout-out real quick to Craft Beer Joe. I think he did an excellent, did excellent job, job with you in the Oktoberfest. In fact, I will say he did a better job than I would have. He, because he likes the style a lot more well, than I do. Well, I had I a do, fear so. that we were going to go into that yeah. show. So he did a great job with that. And Cra- Joe, keep drinking the, those West Side beers, but Gnome had <laughs> right. Gnome had it right. It October really, feels the best Oktoberfest so, so in the city. Last week we did uh, the great Oktoberfest showdown. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was originally, I think we had like 12 or 13 beers lined up, but then I had a buddy that ended up with pneumonia in the middle of summer somehow, and he couldn't come, so half Jesus. the beers weren't there. So then I'm running around trying to gather as many Oktoberfests as I can, but <laughs> we ended up with eight, um, and I think eight of probably the, the heavier hitters around town to try them and figure out what the best Oktoberfest is. And as soon as we started tasting, I realized, oh, my God, I don't, I don't know how you decide what the best Oktoberfest is. It, uh, is it trying to figure out what's the style or what I want out of an Oktoberfest? And I'm like, well, I don't know what I want out of Oktoberfest. It was, it was a tough show. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. <laughs> no, it was interesting to listen to, for sure. Um, and I was listening to that actually on the way up here. And like I said, I think Joe did a nice job. And you guys were trying to differentiate between the Fest Beer, the Oktoberfest. And, and I, I also want to tell you, too, they should be called August Fest <laughs> right. based on when the hell they come out and anymore. Some, somebody told me that when Oktoberfest first happened, it was before the calendar was actually the, the same as it is now. It was some kind of... Probably uh, German uh, calendar. Some, I mean, whatever were, Germans used, right? That, there were, that August and September didn't even exist yet. Like so, it was October, but was that still isn't why it's July called Oktoberfest. Is that what it was? Like it was July and August b- before, because September was the seventh month, October was the eighth month. Gotcha. So that would make sense in the old Roman calendar. Something like that. So you're going back two thousand years, man. <laughs> and then they changed to the Julian calendar and added July and August for Julius Caesar, Augustus Caesar. So it's not complete bullshit. It's just. But were they even bullshit. making Oktoberfest <laughs> beers two thousand years ago? I, don't think I so. mean, it's yeah. <laughs> Uh, ben Capodegui. Probably close well, to a thousand years ago, though. Well, hi, Stefano. Yeah. I wonder when they started making. I mean, I'd imagine they have the oldest Oktoberfest in the world because they're the oldest continuous brewery in the world. I don't know, though. I don't know how long they. I don't know if they've been making. Yeah. They would be. A th- I know. I don't know when the Oktoberfest started, but I mean, it, they'll be brewing a thousand years. What in? In 2044, I think that's a thousand continuous that's years. Crazy. Isn't that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Like a, you know, that's wild. You guys enjoy that. I don't think I'll still be here for that. <laughs> well, 44 is only 20, 25 years. How I old li- are you, man? I live hard. Yeah. <laughs> Real hard. Even if you're 45, that's only, what, 70? Yeah, I live hard. Ben, welcome to Cincy Brewcast. Yeah, good to be on, guys. Good to be on. Um, <laughs> for a second time already. For a second time. Yeah. Your second appearance. Um, <laughs> Today. We, Today, uh, right. <laughs> I, this, is, this is one of those shows that's been on my list of things to book for a really long time because of, I feel, how important Cappy's is to the, the beer community here in Cincinnati. And I know that I'm already, I'm anticipating. So my, my local shop that I go to the most, I, I told you I live in Fairfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. where I go the most. Probably Jungle Gems. I go I to Jungle imagine. Gems yeah. most. Not everybody at Jungle Gems loves Cappy's, and I think that that's everybody understands that around. <laughs> so I, I'm already anticipating that I'm going to be getting shit about this. So. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I mean, re, you know, it's funny because it's just it's all just changed so much. I mean, we were talking about it actually a little bit beforehand, and uh, and just really trying to figure out like where where you fit and how we fit. And I think we're so much different than what we you know how we started even like not just from butches but you know from cappies before we had taps and then when we just had growlers. And, and, Go ahead. Talk, yeah. talk about Go ahead. that, Jimmy. Talk about, talk about how, yeah. how this started so, and how you got uh, here. 2008, bought Butch's Carryout, which you and I were talking <laughs> about, um, which is uh, which was like a bait shop, lawnmower shop, but also a liquor store. Um, had absolutely 
I mean, it was just ran down, completely ran down. But it, it, it was it was a profitable business. I mean, being a liquor store in the state of Ohio, I mean, it gives you an opportunity because you know you kind of got protected territory per se. It's right. not really protected, but you know. There's only so many liquor stores. There's right. not like beer. I mean, literally, you can go buy fucking. I mean, since that, I mean, we got the best gas stations to buy beer in the entire fucking world. World. Like, I'll put it up. There's nowhere else. Not in California. Don't have gas stations well, like there's, that. There's I a mean, lot of states where you can't even yeah. you buy got it rules. in a gas yeah. right. station. I mean, and then now you got gas stations that are bottle shops. I mean, yeah, and not just like one or two unique. Um, places. There are quite a few around oh, town. Man, when when they start stocking UDFs with. You know, craft beers, yeah, and, a lot and of stuff like that. It's like, yeah, you, well, <laughs> is still a little UDF, rough right now. But, but, but <laughs> put it in there. But, but yeah. I mean, it's there. It's, it's available. Just, you know, I, I, you don't have to drive to Cappy's like you did maybe six years ago if you wanted a right. craft beer. I mean, we, you know, we've probably really had like of what I would call a reasonable selection for about eight or nine years. I mean, we even had a decent selection when we first bought the place and, and kind of were adding to it. But we had, you know, we had to put our money in the right places and get people in here. More people in here, I should say. Um, so, you know, we, we started, we bought this in 08. Uh, and, and when I bought it, like, you know, I remember dri- my parents used to live in Newport. And I remember driving past uh, Party Source. So, like, we were trying to get a loan from the bank. We had the deal, you know, closed on paper. Uh, we were getting a small business loan. It was 2000, and this was 2007 in December. Um, 2008, I don't know if you guys remember or mm-hmm. how old you guys are, but that's in fe- February, right, as my loan was closing out. That's when the entire market crashed and hell. everything went to hell. So it made it just a little harder. Um, we did an SBA loan, which is uh, was at the time, I don't know how they are now. I haven't, haven't had to take a loan in a long time, but it was incredibly anal probing throughout, through the whole process. <laughs> Um, I had a one-year-old son. I had two other stores uh, at the time. I, was, I still had the gas station, and then I have I had Donna's, which is now Cappy's Norwood. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, really, we just—I'll tell you—one year, uh, nine, ten years ago, Sam, who Cappy's wouldn't be anything without Sam. Sam runs. She's she's actually—I mean, she she's the liquor uh, liquor manager, but she takes care of everything. She's been here 22 years. So, well wow. before I bought it, she. Uh, she would run the numbers every month, like, you know, and, and write them out, like, first last year. So, you know, like, I know what we did this August. For, and, and categorize stuff. We'd, we'd do it from the back then. I mean, the registers had nothing on them. Right. I mean, you know, they did, but, like, everything was by tapes, and you had to add it up on spreadsheets. And so uh, the one year, it was August, I remember, like, the year before, we had done, like, $3,000 worth of craft beer. And this year, we had done, like, 9000 And we hadn't even really, like, started, like, doing any media or anything. Right. Like, it had just happened from putting word of mouth and selection um i'm not a social media guy but i did see an opportunity to you weren't uh, really a craft beer guy either no right? no not 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 either i mean no no not a craft beer guy not a social media guy um yeah this this happened because customers wanted it to happen i mean really like it's funny like people ask you your vision and i'm like in a, a place like mine it's not really my vision it's kind of what my customer's vision is but you that's, know that's that's the <laughs> beauty of a play like mean, that's 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 what makes Man, it work though you figure out who your your people are around you, what yeah. they, why they're coming here, what they want more of, what they want less of, and you you adapt and change to that, and that makes you a part of the community. Yeah. I mean, nobody but, would ever build a store like this from the. First, I mean, if you designed it right. with your architect, <laughs> no. right? I mean, everybody, you know. But then again, if it, I mean, the, the out here in Loveland's irreplicable. Yeah, it's a tough word to say, but it, it's not gonna. I mean, for me, I'm not gonna. I mean. It, it's it's an impossible thing to redo. Kind of was we had good timing, you know. Mm-hmm. We had great staff, and and we had a good location in a, in a town that was up and rising, and and so like you know you take all those factors and and you put you put some like great people and hard work behind it, and just you know put try to put a good culture in place, and man, a place like this can pop, you know. Kind of surprising. Um, yeah, like you said, I'm not was not a craft beer guy. I mean, I, I drank a lot. Although I'm I'm trying to drink less now, just in general. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, kind of had to force myself to like it. I mean, to be honest with you. And, and then, and then, and then I fell in love with it and it's hard not to fall in love with the people and the culture. Yes. Um, you know, so many good people, uh, so much, so many good people, so much, uh, you know, sharing and, um, community really like more so than in a lot of things. And I think that's what makes, uh, I think that's one of the things that makes craft beer great, and I think it's one of the things that definitely makes Cappy's great. So absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. You you talked about getting the the right people in here too, and I think that's 
an, an underrated or underappreciated part of a business like this too is that it is like it's it's small you know it's you, mm-hmm. you're not uh, you're not kicking up inside there and hanging out and drinking your pint sitting in a chair or something because they're, right. it's a store and having ha- having such a tight knit especially before you had the deck out here and everything it was, yes. it was crowded in there a lot you were standing elbow to elbow with people very and crowded creating a an atmosphere where people feel welcome, people feel like there's somebody that can help them with what they want without being intimidated. There's there's lots of things that go into having people behind that counter in there. Oh yeah, that make this what it is. How do how do you do that? And, how do you how do you how do you weed out somebody that may not well, be the right fit for it? So so there's a couple there's a couple things. It's 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 funny you say that. Another thing people don't take into effect, especially in craft beer, because because it's such a like clean close knit community. But we're a liquor store too. So, like, there is this aspect, and actually a great craft beer store two weeks ago got robbed. I don't know if you guys are familiar, White Oak Marathon, and, I mean, they got held up a gun. I mean, that guy ended up getting shot. Actually got shot on my brother's street. (laughs) My brother lives over there. I'm from the west side originally. And um, so we have the whole other aspect of, like, not and, and I haven't heard of a brewery getting robbed yet around here. So, I, I so either, but um, I'm, I knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to jinx <laughs> whoever that's going to happen to. But you know, liquor stores are major targets. I mean, these are things that have happened. I know that's a good question, isn't it? I don't think I've heard of one. I mean, maybe maybe some theft or something. I was going to say like like, employee, like a hold up. I mean, no, I don't, not a I mean, hold up. I'm yeah, thinking, I'm talking. I'm hold thinking up. there's been a time or two where yeah, there's been an employee with their hand in the till. There's been yeah, that, no, yeah, and I, it wasn't me. Just for the record, guys, it was not me. That's probably. I can't say that for sure, but two. right, that's what yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking like, yeah, real, like you know, yeah, like no, physical, no. like people holding you up with. I mean, I have had stores, guns. I mean, all kinds of, all kinds of different ways that they've been held up. Knife, gun. Um, you, you. So um, on a recent episode, you were talking about. Um, he used to sell shoes. Yeah, yeah, on street corners. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At one point. Yeah, you got robbed by a shoe. Actually, no, no at shoe was, point. So one of my guys did. We were actually sitting over. I, this is funny. Um, you guys know where Goodies is on Hamilton Avenue? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, the barbecue place. Yeah. So right down on the corner, they got like a little community market thing going away from North Bend, um, right across from. I don't know if it's still there, but it was like a hood convenience store that doesn't have gas. I mean, it's literally right around from Goody's. So, my, a good friend of mine, Mike Espelage, was. Uh, it was a slow day. We we, we sold we had, we imported these shoes from China. And we used to sell them all over like Ohio, Kentucky, um, Ohio, Kentucky mainly, a couple other places, but mostly there. And uh, you know, he was leaning back in his car. He was leaning back in his car, and uh, you know, just sitting there chilling out. And this dude comes up, puts a gun in his head, like and like, give me the money. Well. You always kept like a till, you know, like that was mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks, so that you'd pull that out, so they couldn't see how much. And like he maybe had like five hundred in the other pocket. So dude, he's like, dude, I just panicked and I just handed him the hundred, right? He's like, I didn't even, and the guy just took it and ran. And he's like, you know, he's like, I'd have handed him both of them. And I was like, you should hand them both. You just get rid of the person. You give them what they want. I mean, there's not enough money in the world. I mean, to get right. shot over. Right. I mean, there may be, but not any that you're in your pocket. <laughs> no, I, I used to, I used to manage retail stores, AT and T, and we had some kid come in one night, and he cut an iPad. He had a box cutter, and he cut the security cord on an iPad, oh, ran out yeah. the door with it. My assistant manager chases him down the street, and he comes back a few minutes later, and of course he didn't catch the kid, whatever. I pulled him in the office and started screaming at him. And he goes, I'm sorry, boss. I should have caught him. And I said, you never chase anybody. What if he had a partner with a gun? What if he turned on you with a knife? I said, man, I can call corporate and get that iPad replaced in two days. (laughs) It takes me three weeks to fill your position. Oh, dude. And and just the the paperwork. And and the problem is it's fun. And the paperwork. And the paperwork. (laughs) I mean, he was. I'm like, think about me next time, damn it. Don't chase these people. I mean, no. It's happened. There's been stores that there's been issues. I know. Um, you can't just chase people, even if they steal something. You can chase them, but you can't Man. just beat them. No. Like, I mean, so what are you going to do? You can't physically take it from them without putting yourself not just in harm's way, but also possibly legal way. Well, yeah. You, so you that's what's even more interesting. Chase them and you end up hurting them. Now, all of a sudden, right. you know, it's... It, it really opens up yeah. a can of worms. But anyway, so how you find people? Sorry. Like, I went, <laughs> no, it is funny you said that. Like, we go... Um, but, you know, how you find people? Well, I mean, I had a great person here, Sam. So she had been here 11 years when we when we came. Um we tend to I've bought a few places over the years and I've always kept the employees and actually it has turned out very well um, so I mean some have moved on to other things but most time I mean uh, the redheaded guy who works in here at night Red Nick I mean he, he was at my gas station when I bought it 
and and he's still with me. He he came <laughs> over here to Loveland, you know. Um, so you know you can't be afraid to fire people. I mean, to be honest with you, um, you're gonna hire people. You try. I mean, at first it was a lot harder. I hate hiring people. I'll be honest with you. It's like one of the hardest things you know you do yeah. if you were in retail. Like you would yeah. know. Um, you know, at the same time, you know, because I mean, unfortunately, we're not a Fortune 500 company, so we're you know we we pay way competitive for our industry in that. But like, you, you're still not, you know, you, you know. I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a Harvard graduate with an MBA or whatever, you know. So I mean, we you also know what this is worth to the business, and you know right. how important it is, and like you you probably it's do want to pay them a lot with, more. With, with, with <laughs> that, with, well, it's crazy because I mean, one, and it doesn't matter where you go. I, I mean, all over the country. I mean, no specific place at all all over the country i go to places all the time you know whenever i'm traveling constantly looking to see what we can do what we can do better what we can do differently and and so rarely do i find good customer service i mean yeah. like i mean and, and i hate to say it but craft beer it's almost worse than i think like your average thing where you might find service i mean um i i feel like there's a lot like if if sometimes there's a lot it, just whatever in retail stores and in bars in particular like if you don't fit a bill for them like you might not get asked because i mean i mean some people it's funny because that's what kira so kira who got us hooked up on this mm-hmm. i just needed somebody who could organize it all man i'm right. not organized <laughs> enough myself uh, i love hearing myself talk you know why not uh, but so kira her first time coming in here she We've talked about this. She was for permanent funeral. They saw it on. I mean, this is going back. We didn't have taps, and permanent funeral was a big motherfucking deal at the time. Like getting, a, I mean, like mm-hmm. sold out in like seven minutes or something stupid. Now, like nobody even knew we were getting it. Twelve bottles. And it's so funny now because that doesn't. It's it, crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And like it, it happened all the time. Yeah. Like there was like an eighteen month period where like it was like playing futures i mean or shorten the game i mean i've never yeah. seen anything like it like with craft beer bottles um you know really unsustainable now that's why we have all this great beer on the market which is great for the mm-hmm. consumer uh, because you know everybody's like oh well i can sell out every year i'll just make more and then sell out and then everybody made more of world-class beers and uh like i said a huge benefit for the consumer uh, i personally think once you start to figure it out it's starting to become a huge benefit for the retailer too it's giving us more you know, there was a point where the retailer was kind of at the mercy of a brewery to get something. Oh, God, yeah. And it, well, does that make sense? Even and from, I mean, like, from the casual drinker's perspective, too. Like, if if you had heard about this crazy Three Floyds beer, and then it's like, oh, I really want to try that. And people are like, oh, you know, you can't get it. It's like, well, well I, I wanted to try it. Lo- <laughs> right. lo- well, local example that's very current is the Oktoberfest from Westside. They canned a lot more than they did, and yet the cans are gone. They oh, sold their them. Beers are, okay. Yeah, I mean they've sold out yeah, of that so can. This last, and this last drop was the last. Yeah, bit of it. that which was is it. what you want. Which is what and you want to happen, though. It is, but it I is, mean, because there's nothing worse for your brand than it being there at Thanksgiving. I mean, it just it kills it. Like I've seen it happen over and over. But I'd still like it to be there in September. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, you would. But 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 like I said, that that you start to play a really fine line, and it, it happens way more than people who don't see it every day. I mean, it happens all the time, still happening all the time. Yeah. You, I mean. We are pretty pretty meticulous on coding and out of code and making sure stuff. And I mean, we have more going back than it's not yeah. a lot when you take our percentage, but like you just have more, especially from national brands and that. And man, I'm telling you, like seasonal beers, as soon as you get outside of season, it's like the kiss of death. Yep. We it's, all remember the great pumpkin death of what what year was uh, that? It was probably four <laughs> years ago now. It was probably fifteen. If it wasn't fifteen, it was sixteen. I mean, and that was yeah, it was slaughter. Death yeah. is being very very nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was getting you know, and and so, you know, in in that regard. Um, I agree, but it's just it's so difficult. And what people were finding is is they were losing their asses off, you know. And and the more sales wasn't equating to what was being wasted. Seasonals used to drive it. I mean, that was the thing. Seasonals were huge. How many seasonals do you see anymore? Right. You know. I mean, not true. I mean, you see rotating now. It's not really yeah. like trying to fit in. You know, it's different ways of approaching it. So uh, as as something that is. A, still so young as craft beer, but B, something that does kind of evolve and change so quickly like that because drinkers are fickle. How do you, like, adjust to those changes having a business like this? How do you how do you stay on top of that, and how do you notice those changes as they're happening and, and so change that's, with it? Yeah, that's a complete team effort. Um, 
you know, I have great people. So obviously we're on the floor constantly interacting. I mean, that's one of the things we kind of command here is, is if you've been in here when we're all here at the shop, because we usually have a good, good amount of employees here right. too. It's not just like one or, and I'm never short staffed. I hate that, especially because we are an incredibly busy carry out on top of at times incredibly busy serving alcohol. Um, and, and so, you know, we just try, we, we really try to balance that. So when you have people, you know, you're constantly connecting with your customer. I mean, we have a couple, I mean, Tyler Holy, Brian Wagner, Nick Pesh. I mean, those three guys all are huge, huge craft beer drinkers. I mean, Kira Hinkle, I can't believe it. She's going to be mad at me now because I never mentioned her. But, <laughs> and that's actually the permanent funeral story was like, actually, anyway, it's not as good. I'll go back to that. But so that's what always happens. You know? that's I all, offered her up a microphone. I know. I told you. She, she's shy, you know. She's That's leaving true. me out here. She trusts and, me on my own. I'm proud Ty- of that. Tyler's not here today. I take no, it. No, Tyler, because I can't hear him. So no, Tyler is. Uh, I think he's out. He's out on the food truck today. Uh, uh, he helps us on. I got it. We got the two food trucks, and we got another one that goes out. And a lot of times, so then he's closing here tonight, I believe. Okay. So Tyler's a workhorse. Love Tyler. A um, little bit goofy sometimes, but he's fantastic. <laughs> but knows his beer. He's, so he's only goofy when he's uh, awake. And I mean, I have Haley. So you know, we have people who are on me. To, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Never heard that before. I don't think I like that. Um, <laughs> so you know, Haley Manker. Um, just some great, you know, people who love beer to begin with and then who, you know, really interact. So, you know, we're watching trends on media, obviously. I mean, we're reading, mm-hmm. you know, we're reading stuff. I mean, Kira puts together packets. I don't think people, like, realize, like, kind of what we do in a week. Um, I, and I don't even know what other people do because I'm really only interested in what we do, you know. Like, I really don't have enough time. But, yeah. like, literally, I mean, we're, you know, we... Your report for the summer. Seltzer yeah. is not I bullshit. Mean, you know what? I should text you. Dude, I'm tell, I've been telling everybody. And people have been... What's even crazier about that is, is three years ago, that's just been going on college campuses for three years. Right. Like, like it, that, that seltzer's been... So White Claw has been a monster. That's mm-hmm. why everybody else is... Because if, if right now... Right now is, is the pop. I mean, and it, that the seltzers are crazy. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. they're they're fucking crazy, and um, they they rock, they, they they sell. July it was our number one skew. That's that's insane. That's crazy. Now it, that's not taken. Which, in all fairness, we're not counting like um, our draft. So like Headhunter probably gives it a run for it because we're going through a keg plus keg of two of that a week. So like our draft sales aren't really included. Like, you know, it's more of a package well, type right. thing. It's hard for us to unless you put it on tap. Complex. You can't. Your apples and oranges. Yeah, right. And white claws. And now we did have the. Uh, we did have. Uh, we were the test run, and we we did three half barrels of that. Uh, the mango vibe, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and that actually went very well. Now it's it's delicate. Um, you know, I I don't know if it's sold better than the. Uh, I don't know if it's sold better than the cans behind the bar, you know. So, like, yeah. that's the question, though. That my, so my goal was to, you know, get it and get it noticed and I enjoyed it. But we we just crush. We do three dollar cans of vibe all the time, and and they fucking it's well. And the, and the cans give you the option for multiple flavors. Multiple Whereas flavors. Whereas if you do the on tap, you yeah. either get one flavor or you get like a generic. And you it's know, super. It's it's incredibly hard to lock in the pressure to pour it at. Uh, well, I mean, I heard it, that yeah. uh, that Truly was getting ready to launch there. Truly on tap or whatever they're yeah. calling it, tapped yeah. and whatever that, that I've seen on so tap I'm, as well. I'm curious to how they're gonna. So that's just some of that they're stuff. not doing flavor. It's right. just the base. It's one. just the base, and then they'll have like you know people use simple syrups right. in that. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I'm pretty sure it's available. Like, yeah, I'm it pretty is. sure I've it's seen in it a few spots tap. around town. Yeah. I think they have it. I have not tried. Truly on tap, I don't think. I just can't. I, I, you know, and I know we talked about this a little bit when we were at Braxton, but I can never find that situation where I walk into a tap room or a bar or a, a, hell, a brewery, especially when I'm like, you know what, I just really want right now. I just really want some we, hard seltzer. Yeah. So, so like <laughs> for me, I, I drink, me. but but like I wouldn't if I'm going to a brewery. I'm typically going to drink their beer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was going to a distillery, I'd probably be going to drink their liquor. Right. I mean, or I'd just go somewhere else. Now. Where I find it, like, for me, like, you know, by the pool, Um, honestly, I don't really, you know, it's funny. I don't know if I've ever ordered one in a bar. I see a bunch of people doing it, though. No, no, yeah, 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 no, it it, it happens here all the time. I don't know if I I would, but, like, you know, what I will order it with is, like, if I'm having dinner and that because it doesn't fill me up. 
Mm-hmm. So I've never been a big eater and drinker, and sometimes I get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, if you can like switch over for a little <laughs> bit to let you know, just let the stomach expand. Right. Um, See, I'm sorry, I was down at Sam Adams Tap Room on Saturday, and I'm trying to remember if they had truly on tap. Ooh. I know yeah. Saturday was so long ago. <laughs> I don't think they make that truly in Cincinnati. No, so I don't think Sam Adams. Yeah, Taproom I don't. Would have I don't remember all. seeing it there because then Sam Adams would have to buy it from the distributor. Right. I'm pretty sure they don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember seeing it, but that's what I was sitting here trying to think of. I feel of, like some place in OTR I saw had it when I was down there. Yeah, I can't definitely. Remember where though? So, um, but it oh, doesn't. Definitely. It doesn't matter. Like I said, yeah, it doesn't matter what my taste buds are. No, it matters what taste buds. Fucking sells. But, but adjusting sells. adjusting to those things as they're happening is is got to be. You got to kind of be ahead of them. I mean, like, so you got to see them before they blow up. You right. know, like I've I've been talking about seltzers for a year and a half now. I wanted one last sell. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, and, and I was like, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I, I've been wrong before when I thought something was going to hit, too. You right. know, I mean, that's, um, but, you, you know, when you see it happening, like, I, I was like, wow, these numbers, they're just very, they're very, uh, very reminiscent of growth of, like, what craft beer was doing, you know, seven, eight years ago when it really first started. But, I mean, because, you know, there was a pretty good scene before breweries. I mean, right. that's why, mm-hmm. like, we were, I mean, fuck, that's why a lot of people would know, if you're going back, the OG people would definitely know Cappies, because there wasn't a place to have a beer. Right. I mean, I, I mean, people from, like, West Side would drive here, like, once a week, because there was, like, a selection mm-hmm. of alcohol. And you really didn't drive past anywhere that had a... I mean, right. maybe, like you said, you drove past one of the jungle gyms, okay? But that's a different setting, you know, different environment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's hard to even categorize us as the same thing. I mean, they're like one of the largest grocery stores in the world. And, you know, we're like a small liquor store on the right, river. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean it, you know, and, and that I is mean, really it, the difference because I think it's something like um, Big Daddy's or... Where everybody knew, yeah, you know, yeah. and you go down and get the stuff because you talked about going to Newport before, or like even a Quirk and Bottle or even yes. Party Source. Yeah, you could like get like Party Source, you could get whatever you wanted, but back in the day, there was no tap room in the back of it. You couldn't just sit there and drink. I mean, you could, they didn't like it. Right, right, <laughs> right. They'd ask right. you to leave. <laughs> right. But <laughs> that nice man with the badge would eventually come. And uh... <laughs> Rob, he was great. He was a nice guy. <laughs> My, my experiences with police in that area were not great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's a big difference to me in what, where you guys came in and sort of changed the picture honestly, for what we were doing. Because back then it was like, we would pick up beers and then we'd go home. Yeah. Or yeah. we'd go to somebody else's house yeah. and we'd have bottle we, shares we tried there. We create and, this whole like, like yeah. culture, community. I mean, our media, even before you could drink here, you know, like, I mean, I, so I did all our media first. And, and for, I actually think for better or worse, and I think for better probably, but like very amateurish. But it was because like at the time, you know, I, I, had, I had a ton of... We, you know, we, we weren't that, we were busy, but like I had the place dialed in, like, you know, like it was just, you know, every week was just easy, like, you know, did all right, like paid the bills, you know, growing, happy. But then, you know, I saw this opportunity, so, you know, you got real excited. And, and like, so I, I was, Twitter was our, our first, I mean, our Facebook was fucking atrocious because I, I, I refused to use Facebook. I use it a little now because you just almost have to. Just it does help to see, you know, just what's what's going on and keeping up with with trends. I think it's actually it's also you see a lot of people that will start talking about something on Facebook, and so as as yeah. a business, if if you're wrapped into that, it's easy yeah. to be able to just I, then jump on. I, I kind of wish I could like engage or I could engage more. Let me clarify this. So <laughs> I guess I don't wish, but I you know in ways like occasionally like I'll see somebody ask for something, and. Uh, like I'll be like, oh, well, we got it, but you know, like I also don't want my whole profile to just be, just be, you know, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Right. So, and I don't use it really personally, so I'm like, this just kind of ends up looking spamish if you're not careful. Yes. Um, I do yeah. do some things with, you know, like now that my my son was diagnosed with type one diabetes in March of uh, of eighteen. So, you know, I, I put a lot of information about that out there, different petitions, different events we run for that, so on and so forth, uh, fundraisers. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it's just one of those. But media, I think that media really put us. I remember back in the day, somebody said like Cappy's isn't just the best social media. I probably could find the tweet if we really went back. But it isn't just the best social media, you know, in Cincinnati or, or brewing. Like it's best in the fucking country, you know. Like this thing, you know, we put out. We did the holds where we were real interactive, um, with you know, holding stuff for people, trying to be, you know, trying to 
create like this whole mm-hmm. atmosphere and then like you said what we did is is we really created like trying to keep people here you know with with with, with shopping here you know and and we had a lot of a lot of incredible we have we had a lot of incredible customers have a lot of incredible customers um and i mean really their vision built the whole place i just listened to what people said they wanted you know and and, and honestly like i mean they said oh it'd be cool if we had a, you know we were drinking inside and like you said you're elbow to elbow like oh man i gotta step out and smoke a cigarette i can't even get my beer i was like oh I'll put a little patio out there you know that was not not a huge investment <laughs> if it doesn't work and then like tore it down at the end of summer to build you know to build this deck so um which is awesome like i love the deck I'm, we're mm-hmm. heated now so anybody doesn't know this summer right. this winter summer jesus this winter will be we can close everything and, and we were able to keep last year the coldest it got when we were finished was 18 degrees and we, we were able to hold like 55 so that's a huge difference from yep. being like 18 yeah because <laughs> <laughs> with that open door it was brutal so how has competition you mean you talked about some of the other stores around and stuff how how has that changed or has it changed from when this all started the, the craft beer thing started exploding versus now like if people kind of settled into who they are not, I mean, obviously, you guys yeah. have kind of figured out who you are, but I'm talking about other places, too. Oh, man, too, I have no idea who I am. You. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew who I was. But you, whether you uh, realize you do or not, you, right. you do. We have a brand. Yeah, we have a, we have a brand now. So, I mean, I think just like anything else, competition makes you better, um, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely... Um, I love competition. Uh, it was easy. I always say this, you know, six, seven years ago, everybody, breweries, distributors, uh, any shops left so much money on the table um, just by the easiness because you didn't have to be clean and concise. You didn't necessarily have to have a plan. You could just throw it out there. It was new. It would sell. I mean, you know, it was great. It was great. You know, and then social media made that even easier, you know, and, and, and then, you know, and then people start coming in, right? So so you're going to lose people. It makes sense. Like, why? I understood. Like, I understand now why people from Western Hills, like, we literally used to have people from all over the city. I mean, on Thursday nights, like, it would be it would be crazy here. Yeah. Like, I mean, every be, because there wasn't other places. I mean, the city has become so freaking awesome with, like I said, from a customer, of, you know, from an availability of product for a customer. Um, it's just this incredible city. And, I mean, like I said, I, I want to know where there's 10 gas stations that are badass bottle shops. I mean, so as that as that competition comes in, you're losing sales, right? I mean, you're right. losing sales from the people. Well, but at the same time, your brand's growing, so you should be able to be gaining momentum, you know, from other customers, like like customers who maybe live in your area or more sustainable from a sense, you know. Like if you lived in Loveland, you'd probably be here a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it's not it's not you know, but you live in Fairfield, so you go to Jungle Gym. Oh, that makes fucking sense. I mean, <laughs> but does that, does unless that... you like loved me so much, you know, which I don't know if I love myself I, that much. I try so, to make a few stops every year. And yeah, just, yeah. You know. Right, cool yeah. events, different things, and so I think what that is, what you do is, is you know, you have to be. Oh, I'm more likely to stop on an afternoon like this. Than yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny that, and that, and that's what's funny. So we got away from Except events. For Urban Artifacts, uh, their trick or treat series. Oh, that's yeah, my the one event treat. that I, I stop for. Yeah, and I'm I'm back to the trade thing. I'm more yeah. likely to meet somebody up right. here that you know is right. kind of in the middle somewhere and be like, I mean, hey, we can nowhere, go, we can have a beer. You're nowhere we close to, to here either no, spot. I mean, no. what we were just talking about. Right. I mean, even so, though you drive past, like you drive past it, but have to go 15 hours, minutes out of your way one way, right. 15 minutes the other way at least. At least. Yeah, so, so so you know what you do is is you build you you build you. You just build that base. You know, you, we were able to really capitalize. And, and so what's great is, is if I can get you guys three or four times a year, you know, and then you do that with all these people who aren't in Loveland. And then, you know, Loveland mm-hmm. itself is growing and bumping. And, and, you, and you, you, you know, we luckily, I, I feel like we were on the, the at least the, one of the few, first, one of the front end people on the charge there. So, you know, you grow that base. And, you know, you're constantly trying to figure out, like, you know, how, how you keep people. Um I think our customer service continues to bring people from further radius than most stores would have. I'll be honest with you. I mean, we, we do have a lot of people that still come from pretty good, pretty good amount of ways. Yeah. Um, you know, we've always been good, I think, of taking care of our regulars, but also trying to get as much as we can to the masses. I know we've made mistakes in the past, but who the hell hasn't releasing a beer? Um, I mean, it, you know, like people don't understand. I don't make it. You know, I didn't decide I was only getting twelve bottles. I mean, I don't. I even have less less than the brewery has control. You know, they decide right. what they're doing. You know, I just. So um, I feel like we've we've done a great job with that, and uh, 
And I feel like you just got to go to work every day and, you know, try to figure out the different things, you know, that's going on, how you stay ahead of everything. I mean, like I said, we're constantly, so we have, I mean, we have itineraries and meetings. And I mean, if you saw, I mean, every Monday I come in and there's, there's at least five to 10 pages of, you know, what has to happen that week from Kira, you know, that's all passed out through the staff. Like we run, it's so much different than when I just had a gas station or when it was just a liquor store. Um, and it's so much different than even like when I worked at a bar in college, you know, right. like it, it so it, it, it's this, it's this, I mean, marketing is huge in what, what we do at Cappy's. Um, like I said, I, and, and, and I think so how you stay on the edge is you keep that customer service, you keep your selection, you keep your product fresh. Only place you can come, you don't have to worry about buying your IPAs. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm, seriously, like, oh, I, I mean, we, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, like my buddy, it's funny, just moved back from California. And he, he bought he, they're they're renting a place on Mon, or they're living in a place on Montgomery Road till they can find a house right, and uh, excited to get their kids back for school. So I don't I don't know where he went. I don't know if he fucking bought it at Kroger's. I don't know if he bought it at PCs. I have no I have no fucking idea. If he and and, and he texts me and he's like ah, <laughs> he's like fucking he's like five month old Mystic Mama oh. and, 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 and 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 uh. And he's like, I, I'm just so used to not looking. That's you the know? thing. And like, he's it's like, it's gotten I, so much better than it used to yeah, be. Yeah, it, it is. And like, even that could be a rotational even, issue as opposed to it actually set. You know, sometimes yes. it's just something gets pushed back. But you, even, I mean, even as, as knowledgeable as drinkers are now, like we get into this habit of not having to check, and then all of a sudden that one time, oh, it's it bites you in the ass. Oh, dude, like, oh, you oh, take it. that first drink, it's fucking <laughs> atrocious. I, I just remember just talking about packaging and stuff. The first when I came here with Blake, I was doing oh, I was Blake working Schmidt? at CPO. Uh, no, with um, Blake from Hors- Fifty Horsburg. Hors- yeah, Horsburg. And I was doing a story on shopping with a brewer. Okay. With, when I was with WCPO, and the first thing he oh, does, yeah, yeah, yeah. he picks that up and he starts looking at all the packaging and like who makes it and checking dates and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I get checking the date, but why are you looking at all this other stuff? And he just, you know, he took me down this 20 minute journey of what oh, yeah. makes up packaging, and I was just fascinated by how his brain worked yeah. but i mean that was one of those things like you're talking about we're sitting in there checking dates and everything nothing and, and packaging matters even more now it's always mattered tremendously but now with the with the overabundance of product mm-hmm. in the market like it does matter how you market you know before i used to say you got good luck with i'll sell it for you now i'm like you got good liquid that sells i'll sell for you i mean I, yeah. I mean there's some good liquid that sits on the shelf Sure. I mean, it sits on taps. I mean, not yeah. just here, everywhere. I mean, you know, it, 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 so that's the other thing. You've got to constantly, you got to make sure you're turning your product. You've got to make sure you're fresh. You, you know, your stuff's fresh. So, I mean, I think that is just huge, huge, huge. And, I mean, that, that's where we have this huge advantage over, you know, even Kroger. Um, like, because they just don't have people who care that work there. That's right. not their fault. I mean, you know, I mean, it, 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 they're, they're a grocery store. They should care about the, they should care about the stuff that matters. But, like, you know, if you ever go to, like, a Giant Eagle, you ever been to a Giant Eagle, like, up in Columbus or Cleveland or that? Like, yeah. these places are, like, they, I mean, they, they're. It's a different focus. It though. is. They have great, they have great craft beer selections. Yeah. Sounds like good old Loveland shotgun. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, so. The so British I mean, are coming. I don't know. <laughs> the British are coming. So, yeah, I just think really, you know, like all the, as everything changes, you just got to be willing to change. You know, people always say congratulations. I'm like, you know, you can congratulate me if I'm still here in 30 years. I mean, the hardest thing is, and I talk about this over and over again. I mean, there's been some iconic places closed in the last, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Chappies in Dayton, which was, right. I mean, dude, that place yeah. been there 25 years. I mean, although not the length, uh, um, Ollie's in, in Dayton, mm-hmm. which also like Ollie's, I mean, Mike Schwartz is the godfather of craft beer in our area. I mean, if anybody really wants to talk about, I mean, he's been doing this shit since 84, 85 in his store up at Belmont Party Supply. We took a lot of the bottle shop concepts, I think, kind of cleaned them up from him, you know. But, right. like, like you know, he was also working in an era where they didn't have dates on beers and that. I mean, you know, so that's a, that's a whole different ball game too. Like, people, when I first started this, there wasn't dates on many things. But we always date stuff when it comes in for ourselves. So even if there's not a date on it from the brewery, I at least know when I got it. Right. Okay. So we put it on the price tag so we can read it. Um, and, you know, dude, like, we'd get down and, like, you know something was so close. And they didn't take beer back. I mean, nobody take beer back. They took beer back. That was out of code, you know. I mean, Budweiser did. Miller did. But <laughs> so, uh, so you know, you'd be like, I used to make lists every week. Like, hey, you know, we got, like, 14 days where we can sell this and feel like a good, good, good 
like four, 14 days where we can feel good about this, you know, and I'd make those lists for my staff and like I'd incentivize like whoever sold the most off this list, you know, I'll buy Chipotle this week or something like that, you know, um, and then if it hit that 14 days, you know, like a lot of times early on, I mean, we, I just ate those losses. I kept my own, I kept my own sheets. I, I honestly, those losses probably added up to so much more uh, because I mean I'm not listen somebody got a bad IPA out of here before I'm sure I mean we carry mm-hmm. thou- thousands of SKUs however many it is um, occasionally one's going to slip in but we check every fucking week like over and over I mean I'm shocked when I find something I you right. know especially now um, and early on we did that too so so you know you take all that but I think that paid dividends tenfold anything I pulled you know dividends people people develop a trust about what this place is and i think that's more valuable than anything else so going back to the 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 idea of competition like because things have changed so much and because you're spending so much time and so much effort trying to keep people here instead of having them come in and just buy their beer and then go home is the idea of competition different than it used to be are you i mean you guys have food now you have a patio are you now competing with whatever the new restaurant is down the street like, um, is, is that competition now or is it still i, I mean i i don't i i mean no i mean it's fun it's funny I, it, I i feel like competition has changed and even how you think about it i i guess i feel like once we got to a certain size i mean really like it's just kind of competitive with ourselves i mean right. and making sure we're growing internally and growing in the white right ways i mean i realized a lot more now than i i did maybe four years ago five years ago how much it's really about what we're doing and just really taking care of it. I can tell you very little of what's going on at other places, like other stores or bars, whether locally here in Loveland or or, or craft beer-wise around Cincinnati. Um, in fact, uh, I used to probably be able to tell you everything that was happening, you know, who was getting this, who was releasing. It just started to become irrelevant, I thought, right. you know, like it's really about how you do it and, and how you present it, making sure, you know, we have one of the things we try to do constantly um, I always say, like, I want to have the best 40 taps in the world. Like, you know, I don't think I have it every day, but I bet you some days we're pretty close. <laughs> We've had some pretty crazy tap list. He's playing golf. You know? That's what you're. That's kind of what you're describing. You're playing golf. You, it's yeah. not you against yourself. You're not trying to. Right. You're just trying to get better. Yeah. Also, I mean, just like, trying to improve. Yeah. You do still live in a little bit of a bubble being in Loveland. That's the oh, advantage. Yeah. You know, it's not. And I live in a bubble even from like the, the rest of downtown Loveland. Even you, though I'm right here, you know, you've got, it's still you have, like you have right one there. brewery close by that's Narrow Path who yes. doesn't really send their beer out that much. I don't think. I think they're a nano, so are they not allowed? I don't know if they're, they're allowed. allowed. Yeah, they are can. they allowed? It's okay. Just a, do they I've have never, enough beer to do I've that? I've never seen question. it anywhere. No, I don't, I I don't think they do. But would this would this whole conversation be different if it was a uh, give me a, a wooden cask or somebody kind of that size who does distribute pretty pretty widely around the area? So, so those type of things. So then is there competition so, between? So so I don't mind necessarily that the breweries have the competition. The difference is is they're not necessarily. Um, and I'm not going to say this exactly right, uh, but they aren't necessarily in wooden caskets in Kentucky, so I don't know the Kentucky rules. Right. But they're not they're not held to the same standards or not the expectations for them as license holders are actually like have you ever heard of a so brewery it's, it's having an under d- undercover in there? Right. I mean, and even like you know, you'll even talk to state people, and it's almost like. Yeah, well, breweries are good for the community. Well, Cappy's isn't good for the community. I mean, just because, you know, I'm a... What? what? Like, I'm doing... I mean, they're serving... Some breweries are fucking it's, serving full drinks. I mean, they're not right. just serving beer. A lot of them are not. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are. So, it's that. a way to... It, honestly, so it's... It, it does become competition. So my and, and they're working on these tremendous margins by being able to make their own beer. I'm not even allowed to turn cap, this Cappy's into a brewery. Right. Like, by law, with the liquor store, I'm not allowed to do that. Or owning a retail establishment. I would have to sell all of my interest. So if I wanted to ever even be involved in a brewery we, outside of here, I'd have to sell all my interest in this. And we, we saw some of that develop with, with Party Source. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a lot of the reason oh, for yeah. Party Source yeah. becoming yeah. employee-owned versus... Versus, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I totally, yeah, I forgot about that. That's a very, very similar type thing. So, I mean, which is weird. It doesn't make sense, um, really, to be honest with it you. It did at one time. It did, it yeah. Did, there was a different I mean, the three, so here's that. the problem is, is I'm held to the three-tier standard. I can only buy this from this distributor. Mm-hmm. But breweries have made it no longer a three-tier system. Right. So why are some of us held in this standard and have to fit in this box and have, you know, have much more compliance up our ass 
The, so, so that's where my that's well, where that's, my frustration resides. I love bring it on, you know. Like that's, but like that's kind of where I'm where I'm going with my yeah. head on this. Is like we're in this weird time right now where you have you do have not specifically talking about you, but we have places that are trying to do something like this, and then right down the street they have a brewery that is their competition that has a little bit easier rules around yeah. what they can do. And then it's turning around and asking a place like this, oh, yeah, right. by the way, will you also sell our beer for us? And now, try rarely, to get your, yeah. your people to drink our and, product, even though we're trying to get your people to now come down to our tap room and hang out. Right, like it's right. It's weird kind it, of... It, and, and there is a balance. Because, I mean, there was always that. I mean, obviously, the guys at Listerman and 50 West have been around for years. Right. And, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, like... And I, and I don't mind, like, that they're open. It open a hundred of them. It doesn't... You, you, know, you know, if you offer the best... Pro- that I mean, I'm huge. We're huge on service, and and so as long as we're doing what we're doing, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna be in trouble, you know. Like as long, I mean, as long as we take care of what we need to take care of. But at the same time, like when we're already working on smaller margins and and harder rules, stricter rules, maybe. But would it bother you a little bit if uh, Listerman Part Two opened up? Across yeah. the street and, and had a little barbecue and, restaurant and, 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 and a nice and patio. And, and, let me, and let me, let me, let me. Well, so there's a couple things here on that. Actually, um, it depends who and it depends why. I'm not gonna, you know, honestly. So that's interesting because, like, I always say, and I'm gonna go a little love listman, but I don't, not quite side project. But if that was side project, it'd be the greatest thing in the world for me, right? Because everybody's coming out side project. You don't think they're gonna stop by here and get the thousands of beers? That they can't get inside product, side product, you, you, you know, like or or, or Listerman. So I think there's actually we get a lot of residual effect from Listerman releases down right. in Norwood. Like mm-hmm. you know, people are shopping because we're right there, we're right around the corner. So so I think there's a lot of benefit actually. Now, like I said, if it was Listerman Part Two and they put a barbecue shop in, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, Jason! Like you know, like I mean, just ask. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, uh, knock it off, the, Jason. Call it the Hoppy Pig or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the guys in there, Pat. They're incredible, incredibly. I don't think Listerman's Can, going to do that for the record. Right. No, I was neither. trying to find an example. No, no, that was a good one. No, I think it was <laughs> good. A, so here was my here was my point. When Mad Tree rebuilt, maybe this is maybe this is a great. This is maybe a more direct, and people in the city would understand. A lot of people in Oakley are not happy about that. Right. Right. So in my mind, I would give my left hand for Mad Tree. Now they couldn't fit in downtown Loveland, but let's just imagine. Uh, I don't think well, they could fit they in Oakley. No, they, <laughs> right. Well, they could yeah. fit in downtown Loveland. They would become downtown yeah. Loveland. Well, that's what, you know, exactly. So, but in my mind, they're bringing 20, 30, 40, 50,000, how many fucking people a week to that area that weren't necessarily there before. I mean, there's no reason when that you shouldn't be able to pilfer off those customers on top of keeping your base. If med- my regular base, like the people who are here multiple times a week, doesn't matter what opens anywhere as long right. as we take care of them. You, 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 you know, you add on top of that, if you have a place that's really busy, that means there's wait times. There should be traffic should mean more people. You're doing something wrong if you got people driving past your store and never stopping. Right. Doesn't matter. It doesn't well, matter who's open. Does that make sense? And, I mean, and people don't. To be quite honest with you. I, I think people that have that perspective don't understand that domestic beer drinkers are brand loyal. Craft beer drinkers are loyal to craft. They're not necessarily brand loyal. No, not no brand anywhere loyal. near yeah, to the yeah. degree. I mean, you might go local loyal somewhat. I right. mean, but even yeah. that kind of. I mean, if, you know, if it was a bunch, of, good if it was a is, bunch right? of terrible right. beer being made locally, I don't think people would be local right. loyal the way There's we are. There's some terrible beer that people are local. I mean, that people Clearly. are like, yeah, you know. I, like would, if, I, I would not say any that is terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all drinkable. I mean, you know, and I haven't. There's how many? You know how many beers? S- well, it depends. Is it so 61 today, or something? Today, stupid? the Cincy Brewing Company officially opened, so I think, depending really? on how you count it, it's like 64. Wait, over in... Four? Lockland. Lockland, yeah, really. Oh, really? Yeah. So we're That's going four, over there after four, the show, is that, huh? Is that, is that where right, 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 we'll be there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right we'll on. be there after the show. All right. But I mean, again, th- there's a, there's part of me that's can going... Can you name them? Do what? Can you name them? Um, I can because I have my, my iPad. Oh, right okay. You got it. Okay. Um, but it's it's a hard it's a hard number to count because do you count... Ryan Tap Geist, rooms. Yeah. Ryan Geist has two breweries since they have the, the production mm-hmm. facility or the, the whatever they call it, their experimental warehouse that does 
Yeah, is really that on Spring, Spring Grove? Grove. Right. There's yeah. a more line two there. places There's beer coming out of there. More line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I count if you. I, I mean, 50 I, West. I don't know how many breweries they have right now. <laughs> I count it like there's a 50 West. I would count as one because it's all on the same campus in my mind. But it's across the street. You have right. to walk across you that do it road. Across and the street. And, and yeah, but, to but, to but point earlier, like it's two licenses. Yeah, it is two licenses from 50 West. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely two licenses. I mean, that used to be. I mean, yeah. Sam Adams. How do you count Sam Adams to the production facility? Is it a brewery? If you're counting them, now do you count? Miller and Trenton as a Cincinnati, but like it's it's right. a very hard number. Yeah, sixty like ish. But how far how far out do you go? Because right. he yeah. goes a little further with his radius than I do. I don't care what you say, son. Man, you're up in Hamilton. Of. You're up in Hamilton too. How much further can you go? <laughs> That's my cutoff. I used to count. That Oxford is my cutoff. When, 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 uh, when Cornbarrow Cornbarrow. was there. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think strangely, I, mean, I would I count Oxford count before Oxford. I'd count. I think you got to count. Oxford I would count Oxford before I would count. Some my, other ones. my rule is forty-ish miles from Fountain Square. Is okay. What's Oxford? But I mean, it's only forty. Yeah, into, I was gonna say because it's like only about twenty-five minutes from Colerain. Yeah. Top of Colerain, you know. So, but but from forty miles up, then you're almost to Dayton. Almost, but almost. It, cuts, it cuts out Springboro and stuff. Which when I think about it, I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's what I Dayton. put to Dayton. Yeah, but Middletown. So it keeps but Middletown, Middletown to Cincinnati see, probably. I, Middletown is. I don't want to claim it, but people would probably put Middletown. Well, but a lot but I don't to know, me, Middletown is. That's why it's Middletown, right? Middletown is closer. By a couple miles to D- Dayton than it is to Cincinnati, which is why I don't count. Right. So, uh, give, and, uh, me, give me like ten years, and I'm probably going to count Dayton as Cincinnati. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's going to be Cincinnati. Trade. Trade. I, I've I've already started like that's every once in a while trade. when something's happening with like Warped Wing, I'm starting to to throw the article up on the blog just because. Well, and that's another interesting thing too because they're they're picking up distribution down here, so they're not yeah. that far away. Yet you're seeing a lot more Warped Wing down in actually Hamilton County than yeah. you used to ever, and yeah. more taps on at different bars and whatnot. So well, Nick Sarah, Sarah and Gus are going to hate this, but they're becoming part of Cincinnati, whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> We're consuming them. <laughs> Dayton Strong, baby. <laughs> Nick Bowman's one of my favorite people in in, in the world. Uh, that, have you guys talked to Nick before? Um, never, he's a great. He's never been on he's the great. show. He's, I think I've run into. He's him, an incredible, but. incredible individual. Uh, absolutely, tons of energy. Fantastic, fantastic guy. But going back to the breweries and the competition, I mean, so those things, like I said, those things make you better. If you're not getting people in your door, there's something you're doing wrong. First of all, mm-hmm. no matter who's open around you. I mean, that's all just fucking whiny. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be, but, like, you know, you, if you go to work and put it in and, 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 and do what you're supposed to do, people are going to come in your store. Right. I mean, it, you know, unless you just put it in the wrong spot or spent more money. You know, you also can't spend more money that you project to take in or, or things like that. Um, well, you know, putting it into more of, like, brewery terms, you've seen places like, be it, you know, if you want to go to the crazy examples like Hill Farmstead or something like that that are in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yet that still become what they've become. And then you see places that are maybe just a little bit off the beaten path in the middle of the city. I'm like, well, we're just in a bad location. It's, it's finding an excuse for... Why'd you start? It, it, it's find, finding an excuse for it. That, so, you know. so I always tell people, when I bought this place, like downtown Loveland, you know. I mean, it, mm-hmm. was, it was a feed store right next door. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it was fucking nothing. Nine o'clock on Friday night, man. We could we could have shot a cannon down West Loveland Avenue, right past right past Bishop's Quarter, Tano's, Paxton's, and we might we might not have heard it. In fact, we probably would not have heard anybody. <laughs> you did that now, you'd have a terrorist act. I mean, I'm not even. In, I'm, I shouldn't. I'm not pulling light because there's been some crazy shit happen, obviously, in Dayton and other places. But I'm, I'm not. I'm dead serious. I mean, there was nobody in town at nine o'clock at night. Okay, right. mm-hmm. now, dude, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Like so. So I mean, that's residual for us too. Um, sometimes I think that probably helps it helps it make it easier for us but it also hurts maybe getting people to come in from the outside because Loveland's becoming harder and harder to there's traffic now traffic and parking, <laughs> parking. and fucking people every, I mean I mean they're talking parking about this huge thing. parking garage like yeah. and I'm like wow so um which is crazy because I mean that we actually need a parking garage that's great for me right. so I mean oh, my, yeah. you know I mean if they I mean it's not even so Anyway, so, you know, all those things you take into account. I mean, obviously, I think if a brewery did open up, like, right around the corner, um, I, you know. Another brewery. Another brewery <laughs> that didn't benefit, you know, like, like just open to be opening. Um, uh, I mean, I think it's only a matter of time, I mean, right? I don't have a specific time. A city like Loveland is yeah, still so prime Well, for but that, that doesn't, to me, though, it, it doesn't make sense to put it necessarily right here. No. Maybe not put many it off spots down here. They no, talked I, about I this warehouse back behind us being a brew, but then again, okay, so then you got to make beer that's better than what I sell to. 
Okay, that's the other thing. Like, and then you got to put in the ser- the service and the people that my people have known for years. I mean, a lot of my employees. I mean, Sam's been here twelve years. I mean, Kira's only been here a year, and she's one of my least like least tenured employees. But we have, I mean, five, six, nine, ten. I mean, people just here over and over and over. So once again, it comes to open it up. I mean, if you're bringing more people down here, I should be able to grab some new people. Right. That's my. That's the thought process for me. Like I'm a big fan of competition. I've seen a lot of competition come and go, um, and, and I've seen a lot of people think that they were going to do more than they did, or that this was easy. And it, you know, not that it takes a genius or is that hard, but it, it does take a lot of like grinding, a lot of like every day, you know, uh, back and forth with it. So um, well, I think it takes a lot of a lot of checking your ego too, which is hard for a lot of people. To do it, to, yeah. to, to be able to be loose enough to change as things are changing, and to to listen to those people that are coming and the people that are your customers, and say, "Here's here's what you're doing right. Here's what you're doing wrong." Yeah. It's hard for a lot of people to. to I mean, do. I, I, actually, what we're doing wrong is is what we learn the most from. Right. I mean, you know, the the success is really. I don't learn that much. It's, <laughs> you know, somebody somebody told me one time that it's not hard to get here, wherever here is, and what you're doing. It's hard to stay there, and like oh, staying. That's at that what point I said. Is thank, the hard part. thank me in thirty years, you know, yeah. and then and then I just stand. But you got you got to stay and evolve. I mean, because you can never just stay. Like you know, if you're going one way or another, and, and I think that's what happens. People get complacent with bars, with everything, and it gets hard as you get older and you have families, like. You know, it, it happens to me. If I didn't have great people, this place wouldn't be. I mean, this place is is. I mean, it, you know, I'm I'm just a part of it. I mean, you know, yeah. I think I think a lot of my energy and vision, you know, or being able to see not my vision, but being able to see other people's vision, what would work. I think, um, you know, obviously, I, I I help propel it, but but I I mean, I can I couldn't do this now. I mean, especially, you know, with with prioritizing family and and in life and trying to be you know instead of being here 70 hours a week you know trying to be here 35 to 45 hours a week i mean but that's a that's a tremendous difference but the fact that you know i've been able to do that you know over the last year and a half it's allowed me to spend more time uh in the right places um and 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 so it's just great to have the right people i mean you know and sometimes we lose them i mean but anybody's always worked for me i've always backed if they need to uh you know, a lot of people have worked, like, went to college and worked here and then left. You know, I buy, yeah, I want people to improve themselves, whatever they need to do, you know, whether that's here or somewhere else, you know, and, and we're just trying to do that. And I think when you do that and you create an environment, you know, I think that helps, you know, build the the the, the uniqueness of the place. Yeah. And it's not just one or two employees I got like that. You know, I got like, I got like you know, eight, nine, ten, you know, and, and we've got something started on the Bearded Pig and we got some great people out there. Uh they're not quite as vocal. They're very quiet, <laughs> but they're actually really good people. Lori's on the truck right now. So, um, yeah. So, but I, I love the competition. I love the competition question. I mean, even with other bo- bottle shops, I would say what surprises me is is, is that other bottle shops or, or gas stations or, or grocery stores, you know, don't necessarily always see that, like, you know, we don't just take everybody, like, in here now, like, with package and independent. If you can't show some level, you'd be surprised at the lack of professionalism and ability to, like, deliver beer and communicate when it's going to be delivered and communicate. I wouldn't be surprised at it's, all. Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, like, almost, it's, 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 it's mind-blowing. Um, very inefficient at times. So, you know, we failing were, to bring enough tap handles for yeah, a takeover. Uh, well, that's all the time. I mean, I don't even, you know, fuck, dude, tap handles. I stopped getting mad about that three years ago because <laughs> I, I would be mad all the time. I'd yeah. be mad every day, um, every, every day. So, but, but there's been some, you know, but, the, but all the change I think has been great for the consumer and it's made, it's made, it's made me work harder and think harder. And, you know, like, like, you know, it's cool to like, that it's not always just easy because you know what we've been able to do is rebound and grow back you know from those crazy releases i mean you know when we sell in 20 30 cases of something that's um you know a 150 dollar case or whatever you you can't match that number next year if the sales don't match it right you know mm-hmm. like when kbs doesn't sell as much as the year before like that's that's an impossible number to just randomly pick up so the fact that we've been able to maintain and actually start to grow again with craft um has been solid now we've always been a huge core store and like i said freshness so on and so forth so all that uh I, th- I think that helps too, because I've always said like, you know, core, 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 core. Like that's what we need to sell. Like this stuff's gonna eventually stop. I didn't think it would stop like it did, but I knew it wasn't gonna like keep going like it was. Right. 
it's going to be interesting to watch as this industry um, keeps changing to see how a place like this can keep evolving and still keep the same feeling because I think that's what I love about stores like this is you as much as this is very different from the first time I walked yeah. in Cappy's it still feels the same it's kind of not it yeah, still maintains it? <laughs> that same feeling and that's a really really hard thing to keep yeah. keep in check whether it's it's purposeful or not it's it's it, it's managed to to work perfectly here yeah I, it, I, I that's mean one of the biggest things the, i appreciate about the, it. the goal is you know the goal is is to keep that intimate feeling you know i want to feel like cheers i mean and that's right. what we do a good job of i mean over and over that's the biggest compliment people give me so uh definitely uh definitely like definitely try to try to do that and right. and, and like you said it, it you know as the i'll tell you we have a huge advantage liquor we're a liquor store too yeah so being that gives us this crazy uniqueness because there are other liquor stores now that do this um couple i mean a couple really nice stores you have o'brien's which is not too far from here and i mean delhi liquor is building that sweet ass place right. right now i mean another great so i grew up over over by there so um so to see what delhi liquor used to be and then to see even where they are now compared mm-hmm. to what they used to be and then to see the being built uh what other liquor stores middletown, middletown sam up yeah. in middletown Anybody else? It's been a lot of gas stations caught on, really. Yeah. Um, you know, then some bottle shops, you know, and then Root Cellar. I mean, hell, Root Cellar's been doing this long before me. Root Cellar's got a whole different thing yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got their own vibe, you know. Uh, um, I have to say, that's my favorite place to uh, to stop by. Like, But you talk so much about... I, I you talk so much about keeping track of what you have here and checking yeah. dates. I would, now sure it stresses me out. That's, that's also what makes them so yeah. wonderful is that they yes. don't really do that. No, they don't. And Laura, Laura Thomas is one of a great friend. I mean, great Cappy's customer, good friend of mine. Um, and I just think, I think they do a great job down there. Um, so do you know Laura? Have you met no, Laura? She runs, no. she, she does the buying in I mean, that I, form. I, I might've met her. Might've met her. Yeah, the she's great. Point, so she, she's fabulous. Uh, she's been there like 12 years now or something. Um, so yeah, no, and, and it's how you keep up and it's how you change. I mean, I don't foresee tons and tons. I mean, you know, we added, we added like that, that entryway, so we should be able to keep heat this winter. Um, you know, do small things. We're going to, you know, put in a new flooring in January, right. things like that, you know, instead of that carpet, thank God, that's going to be a disaster. <laughs> People have no idea. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, no idea how many bottles. Where do you, oh yeah put stuff to move it to well and you know i don't close so <laughs> right. i don't close either that's my i mean i've been closed since christmas nine years ago and uh and that's only because the state made us close on christmas back then because you weren't allowed to sell liquor um you 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 do a lot of work like dude so we'll take everything in back and they'll probably do half the floor bring that out set it and then take the other half and back and they'll do half the floor we got set for the second week of January right now, and it's probably going to be one of the most. But but we, we, the best part is isn't this like we have so little business. I mean, it, we're still busy. That's what's funny. But um, it's, it's actually really funny. But but we're so little relative to what we're used to, and we're already planning to like you know not in January we're not doing tub, but make sure we're not setting anything else up for that time. Right. So so yeah, it'll be interesting. You never know. I mean, you never know. I mean, I never thought I'd buy food trucks, but I did. The food trucks are great. Um, having a lot of fun with that uh, a lot of learning in that so. well it's a it's a fun type yeah. of food truck too to learn things yeah. like that you know the, the yeah. whole barbecue thing is just it, it's really fun we've done some great like pop-up dinners where like uh, you know it was cool last week we did that one with uh, uh, damn I can't remember the names but uh, oh, Kate Kate and Kevin um, cooking with Kate down in Wyoming right, right, right. yeah yeah station barbecue and uh, they did a pop-up dinner and they both have been on top chef I've heard heard from some barbecue friends of mine that they have the best sausage you can get anywhere really? as far as barbecue sausage. I, <laughs> really? Um, that, well, I've mean, not been there to try it. So. But Kevin, there, chef, I mean, he's been like a chef in like five-star restaurants like Boston, New, or, you yeah. know, New York, uh, California. And uh, it's a huge compliment. He said he loved the setup of our truck and that everything was very, he's like, dude, it was pristine clean this morning. So that's always good to hear because I don't have a food service background. So right. like, you know, I, I mean, obviously I have standards, but you know, you just don't know, you know? Um, so like, that was a great compliment. That's right. a great compliment to my people, Brad and Lori and, uh, whoever the hell else was on the truck that night. <laughs> so I can't keep track. <laughs> well, it's, 
it's been really exciting watching you grow into this idea and like I said to, to watch where it goes from here yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. fun for somebody even somebody that doesn't live in the area somebody that just you know like I said stops quarterly or whatever it is that I get to, ch- yeah. to stop it's just it's been fun to watch and yeah uh, I appreciate it um, I, I appreciate what you've done for craft beer not just in this area but for Cincinnati it's uh, it's important to have places like this and yeah for um, sure so, I think it's been fun. It's yeah. been fun to grow yeah. with. I mean, it's been fun fun to grow with the community, you know. So, I mean, luckily we've been able to grow. Um, like you said, when you ask, I mean, like as a community grow, we've been able to grow. So, right. I mean, I think that's been really, really fun. Well, Ben, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll Cheers. Be, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're headed out to Cellar Dweller with oh, Adina. Oh, nice. And we're gonna we're gonna drink a whole bunch of beer out there and talk. About Adina, the distributor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. Cool. Do they distribute Cellar Dweller? They yes. do now. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah, wow. They've they do done now. amazing things for Cellar Dweller. Right on. Last, uh, however long they've been, a couple months that they've been carrying them. But that's why they're back on my uh, shelf. That makes sense. That's it. Yeah, because yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> buy anymore. So you know, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, not that I don't, but I don't. You know, especially all these. There's so many distributors and breweries. Sorry. Woo, another uh, thing. <laughs> there's yeah, it's a whole show within itself. Right on. Yeah. Cool. And we're definitely not done with Oktoberfest for the year we what? have all kinds of Oktoberfest stuff going on what day is Cellar Dweller uh 9-5 I can run through the calendar after we're alright after the music is playing in your head that doesn't really play in your head <laughs> but like I said we've got all kinds of Oktoberfest stuff coming up we're going to be at Mason Oktoberfest um tentatively I haven't really finalized it but I think we're going to be down at Alexandria for there I think he's calling it Alexandria Fest too. Yeah. So we got lots of more October Fest coming. <laughs> look, look forward to having Reynolds on. He doesn't get on enough. <laughs> I think that was part of his idea. Um, and for anybody who likes the show, wants to support the show, as always, uh, patreon.com slash the gnarly gnome, and you can toss a couple bucks my way. And um, the first batch of t shirts, I think, goes out next month, somewhere around there for, for, the, uh, for the supporters. So. Um, thank you everybody keep listening social media do the whole follow thing share thing whatever whatever you do on there uh, Sensei Brewcast the voice of Sensei Craft